Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Hello and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Curveball. I'm your host, Curveball, and today we're going to talk about all things real estate because I am joined by Ty Glover. So he's going to be helping homeowners. If you're a homeowner out there and you want to make more money on selling your home, this is the episode to listen to. He's going to tell you all about it. So Ty, thank you for joining me today. Beautiful. Thank you for having me very much. Absolutely. Why don't you go ahead and give a little background about yourself, kind of tell us where you're from and how you got started in the real estate space. All right. Perfect. Um, well, again, my name is Ty. I'm out of the uh, Philadelphia area. And um, you know, my primary background has been pretty much uh, supply chain work. I've been working for a number of Fortune 500 companies, just helping them to do their planning systems. And I kind of fell into real estate, um, not necessarily wanting to because I'm one of those unique guys that comes from the perspective, not of the investor who's really trying to make a nice profit on real estate, but rather from the homeowner's perspective and what that means, um, you know, cause it's quite a different perspective, especially when you look at the fact that uh, so many homeowners now are, are in need of making more money when they sell their home. And that was my predicament. So that's kind of how everything rolled out. And I'll tell you a little bit more as we go through as to what exactly we do within our system. Okay, so let's talk about your invest out model and, and also tell us about that and let us know, you know, what made you the idea behind your company and, and what, what you do. When did you realize, oh, I, I need to help the homeowners out here? Right. Okay. So that's the beginning of the whole story with regards to this particular company. Back in 2011, I was going through a pretty, uh, I'd say a level 4.5 out of a five level divorce. It was, uh, it was brutal and everything was being liquidated. Uh, all of my assets were, were being broken apart. One of the things that was on the list was my home. Now here's a home that just literally a year and a half prior or rather a year prior we had started doing a complete renovation of our kitchen. And this is a 1892 Victorian. And so it, it's kitchen was last done in back probably in the seventies. And we were doing a restoration. And as the divorce broke out, that all stopped. And therefore here I am with a house in need of a lot of work to be able to sell it on maximum value. But yet the interesting thing was I was being approached by a number of different investors offer me a pittance of what I knew the value really to be. I mean, here I am uh, three blocks away from a uh, from a, the train line going into Philadelphia, two blocks away from the trolley line going into Philadelphia, one block away from the bus station, you know, next to 26 or close to 26 different restaurants that were th really thriving. So I knew that what was being offered to me was um, was not really in line with what it was really worth. And I started thinking about getting a flipper, an investor, a fix and flip investor to partner with me so he wouldn't have to buy the house. And so we could share in that increased value because he's saving money without buying the house. But as the more I thought about it and the more I recognized how much I wanted to keep my house, I, I, I didn't want to do that any longer. But at that same point in time, 
I developed a system whereby it's an online marketplace where homeowners can connect with multiple investors. And it's a safe and secure environment um, where they can negotiate the potential renovation and or renovation and sale of that home. And so we do this within the portal by allowing the homeowners to be able to come in, add in just a couple of details to the property and really calculate out very easily done with a couple inputs of information, how much that home could be worth to a fix and flip investor. Therefore, they get to see the profit right off the top, which means now they can go to decide, well, wait a minute, if I give him 30% or if I give him 70% of that, I take 30%, I may be able to make an additional $50,000. That's how the model works. It's a marketplace where you're loading in the properties and those investors can come in. They're either looking to buy the property outright or they're looking to possibly partner with you because remember, if they don't have to buy the home, then they save a lot of money and they can do more homes with the limited amount of capital that they do have. So that's how the system kind of works together harmoniously, should I say, with investor and with the uh, homeowners, because it's not that homeowners necessarily always want to sell their home. They may be forced to. They may need to sell their home. And especially in these days and times, they're going to need as much money as they can get from that property when it does sell. Well, I wish I would have known about this system because I got screwed by a flipper. I lost $30,000 of equity. Really? So how do you get with the right flipper that's not just looking to, because he basically told me he knew I was kind of in a tight situation where yeah. I needed to sell my home. And he was either like, well, you can do it with me or you can go get a real estate agent. It's like, well, I don't have time for a real estate agent because the mortgage is doing my, my tenant is moving out. Yeah. So how do you make sure you, you don't get somebody like that? Well, so the thing is here, when they do a partnership with you, they are buying in to that whole partnership, which means that they're investing their money, their capital on doing the renovation. So right off the bat, they're directly tied to you when you, in fact, sign that deal. Um, that's the way that you protect them from possibly doing damage to your property because they're going to lose money when they do it but also it protects yourself as well. So that, you know, it's unfortunate that you went through that situation. Um, I don't know if we'll ever be a rapid or fast move type of a business model, because of course, obviously the renovation itself would take a certain amount of time to actually have that done. So that would be the challenge there. But I think the bottom line is when I was going through my situation and I wasn't in great financial shape, it allowed me to retain some dignity with respect to not having to have these conversations with people calling about my property. Um, I was being, I was able to be anonymous and have a online discussion where we're just submitting numbers back and forth. And he's adjusting his, she's adjusting hers. I'm adjusting mine. And then ultimately I'm going to take the best offer that's best aligned with what I need out of it. Some of them may be, well, I needed a place to stay for six months. And so that's going to be negotiated in, in one way, shape or form. The other may be, well, um, you know, I can move out right away, but, um, you know, wh whatever the concern that that homeowner may be or may have, they can have the open dialogue and exchange information back and forth with the different investors and see really how much more they can make in a combination with what they really need out of the deal. It was the options that was the most important thing to me. Absolutely. So speaking of options and bottom line, you have a philosophy called the triple bottom line. Right. Explain to us what that looks like and, and the method behind the, the triple bottom line. 
So no, thank you for asking that question as well. Um, a triple bottom line for those of you who may not know, typically a business, you have your balance sheet and you've got your top line and your bottom line. Your top line is based on how much money you're, you're making. Bottom line is based on how much money you may be putting out. And they're supposed to balance out. But with a triple bottom line, we don't necessarily just look at profit. I marry profit with people and with planet, which means making sure that the people that I'm working with, my stakeholders, are being taken care of and supported. Uh, when it comes to the environment, making sure that we're adding in inputs into that home that are high efficiency, uh, high energy, possibly uh, preserving, moving to that next level of how do we make a greenhouse sustainable. And so I break the company into three levels of stakeholders. Our first stakeholder would be that homeowner, because without them, there is no deal as well as that investor itself. Again, they, they, we need those people within the actual arrangement itself. Uh, just like Uber needs uh, the drivers and the actual passengers, and Airbnb needs the space, the, the um, rooms, as well as the travelers. So we need that. Our secondary stakeholders would be our realtors and our workers. The realtors, we have a tremendous value proposition for them from the standpoint of being able to retain and, and block off certain areas, more or less control certain territories that they're bringing into the portal itself. And that allows them to not just move or rather sell more homes because they've got a unique proposition they can offer to their customers. They can sell more homes that way. But additionally, they make more money from each home that they do sell. And so that's one of the benefits for the realtors itself and being triple bottom line, we're working on ways to be able to bring those realtors who decide to sign up with us as being actually working with us as independent contractors, but being more or less worker owned or rather stakeholder owned company so that we're all sharing in the benefits of lifting this company up and raising it. And that goes along too with the workers who may be swinging hammers right now but may have a desire to one day own their own company. We'll move them through the system and allow them to have that, develop that skill set so one day they can do their own flipping of their own more or less houses. And then of course that last level, that third level would be our community itself where investing in the community, making sure that we're actually refurbishing the community itself and some of the homes that wouldn't necessarily be targeted, but because we can buy them in blocks, we can actually go and get our folks that we're working on, our workers, to be trained in actually renovating homes that are preparing for the marketplace. So it's not a profit mission for me, it's more so a passion mission. This is my thing, this is my meaning of life, um, but we'll make a, a pretty good profit at the same time because the value proposition is truly there. So let's talk about sustainability. You know, right. you got this great motto. How can you prove to people that wanna sign up with you, whether they be investors or flippers or homeowners or the people that work with you all the way around? How can you prove to them that your company is sustainable and they're not going to be looking for a job in the next three months? Well, so let me qualify by saying we're, we don't hire, we work with independent contractors, just like any realtor brokerage house works with independent contractors. Those realtors are all independent. Um, and that's our structure as well. Um, but from the standpoint of sustainability, it's a balance. You know, again, we need the homes to be able to come into the portal, which means we need realtors. They are our pipeline to bringing in homes. That means that those homeowners make more money. So that's a sustainable part about that. 
I mean, if you look at the trends, very hard trends related to where our homeowners are, specifically speaking of our boomers and the amount of money that they don't have to live on, roughly in the area of thirty dollars to $40,000 short per year of being able to really retire with dignity. And that's, um, we're retiring um, baby boomers at a rate of 10000 per day. And that trend's going to continue on until about 2035. So that's huge. And then, let alone uh, us Generation X that are moving on towards retirement ourselves that are in similar situations and really not considering in the cost of our insurance as far as our health insurance is concerned and our medical care. Um, we're all going to be in major, having major challenges if we're not prepared for that. And 63% of homeowners are rather Generation X. They own their homes outright. So that's a huge number of homeowners who are going to be moving through a state of not necessarily having enough money to retire on and live in with dignity. And um, by balancing that with the ability for our realtors to be able to bring those homes in and make those homeowners more money, having a readily available supply of uh, homes for the investors, I mean, that's the primary challenge of an investor, A, not having enough readily available homes. So they're having to go and use yellow letters or, red, or excuse me, uh, banded signs and all these other tactics to try to get good quality homes. B, it's hard to scale your business when you don't have the capital properly lined up when those homes come in and go out. But yet when you're actually not having to buy the home, you're only financing or rather taking care of the costs associated with just the renovation then your capital requirements are so much lower. That's what's so sustainable for the actual investors itself. But recognizing the market sizes that exist, I mean, if you think about the fact that 5.4 million homes in the area sold last year, or rather the year prior to that. Um, but out of the numbers that were flipped, only about 235,000 homes were flipped by about 137,000 companies. And that's about 1.7 homes per company. So there's a couple investors out there that are doing a lot of homes, but the majority are only doing about 1.7 homes per year. And we have that opportunity to be able to bring more homes into the marketplace, offering more value to the actual investors itself so they can scale and they can actually create systems to allow them to move forward and grow their business. And we're doing it at a very affordable rate as well. So speaking of contractors and investors, Describe the type of people that you are looking to work with during this process. What's the ideal person that you would love to work with and that that you would not like to work with during this process? Right. So I think that when it comes to the actual investors itself, you know, I think the best or the rather ideal investor would be someone who's got an understanding of, of spreadsheets. Or it's not necessarily that it's that complicated, but you have to be at least comfortable with numbers and being able to understand how much money you could potentially make. Um, the next thing is project management, being able to actually manage projects, having leadership skills and abilities, being organized. I mean, those are just some of the smaller things, but there's other ways for investors to get involved, for example, with our, um, uh, well, not necessarily investors, but other people, but with our affiliate program. You know, the way we're moving this mission, we're gonna need a lot of affiliates. And the more people that are actually spreading the word about this mission, the more will sign up underneath your particular link and therefore you'll be able to make money when people are coming in to actually get involved in this new model. So describe how your motto will help people that are less fortunate and also describe or let, let people know what they can do to help 
amplify your mission. Great, great. Well, I think as far as people who are less fortunate is concerned, um, you know, there's two aspects of that. There are maybe the less fortunate who may be dealing with the situation of homes. Um, you know, we all see these different um, types of reverse mortgage companies that are trying to get people uh, to take on a reverse mortgage so that you can get money coming into you every month to go through retirement. But they don't tell you the fact that over, I think 16,000 homes alone were foreclosed on just in Florida alone because they go through these reverse mortgages. They're not able to necessarily keep up with some of the maintenance costs, which means the homes can be defaulted on at any given point in time by that actual lender who offered the loan. So not saying they're a, they're a um, you know, they are a, I just don't like when you're taken advantage of, especially because you don't necessarily have clarity to what's happening around you. We're trying to really balance that. And for the less fortunate, if you're in fact someone who's interested in actually getting involved and in finding careers, finding jobs, and come on and learn about what we do and we'll get you paired up with some um, with the actual investors itself so that we can build more investors by having labor to come and marrying those two up together. So there's a lot of opportunity here to be able to balance those pieces out. So let's say, first of all, are you nationwide or are you just local to the Philadelphia area? Right. Well, we are an online portal. So which means that anyone can come in from anywhere across the country and where we see homes coming and we're going to be targeting specifically investors in those areas so that we can marry them up and people have options. Okay, so, so so let's say I'm a homeowner. I okay. I get on your website, go to your online portal. Right. What can I expect? And and describe the process from a homeowner's perspective of how things work. Maybe if there's any cost involved, do I have to pay anything? Just kind of let me know what I can expect. Great. So as a homeowner, when you come on, you'll go to the actual seller's page itself, and the seller's page is all about what is being offered to the seller. It is completely free for the seller for one home, so they can actually go and very easily sign up. And you're going to be asked the very most basic of information, such as your home's um, you know, number of stories of floors, uh, the, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, just those mundane or rather routine questions. Um, getting into a little bit more detail, we ask you for your square footage of the home. And that's typically available if you go on realtor.com, look your address up, you'll typically find out unless you've expanded the home or, or whatever, you'll be able to get that pretty easily as well. A couple other things that you may want to know would be, what would you say the home would sell for if in fact it were renovated? What's that maximum value that it could get? And you can find that out potentially from a realtor who may have done comparables in the area. So that's easily sourced information. When it comes to finding out, well, what is my home currently worth? Then that's where that square footage comes in because it's a pretty basic model within real estate whereby it's the um, square footage of the home times one of three categories. Is it a, a modest or a very mi uh, minor renovation? Is it a medium range renovation or is it a, a full complete gut? And depending on the one you think as far as your assessment is concerned of the property, it'll calculate out the cost, which means now you have everything with the exception of how much money do you want from the deal? Which means there's a field where you can simply put in, I want 10%, 20%, 50% of that increased value that would be what I would want. And then you're submitting the proposal. That's all it is. And what would happen after that is you would have investors who may see that deal, may like it, may be interested in some way, shape or form. 
and they would go and they would put in, well, I think based on what I know right now from the pictures you provided and so forth, I think it would be worth this today, which is means I'll give you this today for it. But I think it could be worth this based on what I've done in that area as well. I think the renovation would cost this. And then lastly, I would want this much percentage of the deal of that increased value of the property. Remember that before renovation value is guaranteed to you. So no matter what happens, you're gonna get the before renovation value. It's the increased value that you would be possibly sharing with that investor. And that goes back and forth. You may get offers from different people submitting. These are just opening discussion points. Once you find an offer that may be in line with something that you could agree to, then you just simply hit select. And once you hit select, that dialogue information, meaning your, your contact information and your phone number will be released to that investor so he can con have a conversation with you directly and make that phone call. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. So go ahead and give out the website to your company, any contact information, social media links where people can find and connect with Okay, you. great. Well, we're available on Facebook at uh, investout.com excuse me, as invest out, our email address, or rather our website address is invest out, I-N-V-E-S-T-O-U-T dot net or dot U-S. So those are the two best ways to get in touch with us there. And um, yeah, that's kind of where we are right there. We also do have a blog that we're going to be starting within the next week or so that's going to be centered around just the value proposition itself. What's in it for you? What's in it for all the different pieces it's more of an opportunity for us to be able to express and explain the model, especially our stakeholder ownership model that we're looking at launching with respect to the realtors itself. So that would be the best way would be to go to renovatebeforeyousell.com and you can find out information there. Okay, so got two websites. So I will put those in the show notes. Now, okay. is there any other topics that you would want to discuss that I might have missed any other tips or advice to give homeowners and investors before we go? Yeah, I think that the last thing I would say on that point would be, you know, again, going back to my situation, it's, it's important to have the options. I think people are typically going to be centered around three things when it comes to whether they can, they can do something like this. The one thing would be, for example, how much do you need the money? If you need the money, you're more apt to do it, uh, obviously, versus not. Uh, the second one would be, um, what's the stakeholder ownership? Meaning, how many people are owning this property with you? And can you get signatures as far as actually getting the approval? So the complexity associated with ownership would be the second. And then the third would be the emotional attachment with the property. That's one of those other drivers that would determine whether a person would move in that direction or not. But um you know, it's, we try to keep the things balanced and we try to give our homeowners an opportunity to balance it as well as giving that investor the opportunity to be able to be what's called self-interested enlightened, meaning you're helping other people while at the same time you're helping yourself, you're benefiting financially as a result. And I think most people would like to be involved in a business like that, especially when you think about the fact that there was a recent McKinsey Consulting report that came out during COVID mentioning the fact that 44% of all these over 44,000 women interviewed um, in the workplace said coming out of COVID, they would like to actually downshift their careers and move into different directions. 
Well, we represent a great opportunity and direction, especially if you've got those skills of, again, being able to manage teams and, and working through offshore, possibly communities um, within the IT sector or the corporate American sector. So that it's just really ideal for that type of a person, especially if you're that HGTV type. Ladies and gentlemen, Ty Glover, investout.net. Ty, thank you so much for joining me today. Curtis, thank you very much for having me on. Truly appreciate it. Anytime. Listeners, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share after listening. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. Dream.